I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. Our host is Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Man, you heard me talking about it, Russ. There's been uh, some oh. pictures of some hogs coming out of the water in uh, East Canyon and Strawberry this past week. An eight pound cutthroat. When you get a chance, get on the Facebook and take a look at it. I will. That just, I mean, that just proves out what the department is doing is working. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then to start the next hour, we'll look forward to a conversation with Tanya Kiefer-Selby. Speaking of uh, fish, we're focusing on the 50th anniversary of the Endangered Species Act. I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show, too, that we were uh, headed south to Arches National Park, first of all, and then Bryce Canyon, because I have uh, friends and, and co-workers, actually, that are coming in from the London area, and nice to know that on the other side of the pond, as they like to say, that they have had on their bucket list a chance to come to Utah mm. and see our national parks, and I get the the fun part of going along with them for that first view, and we'll be yeah. recording some segments for next week's show, which is also going to be something to look forward to. want to talk about summer activities, though, up at uh, Snowbird, and that means that uh, Sarah Sherman is on with us. Sarah, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. The one uh, bummer for us is that we had planned on these friends of ours getting in town early enough that we could come up and jump on the new trams and take them up to Hidden Peak and and maybe take a ride on the top of one of those tram cars. Uh, But unfortunately, it looks like their flight's going to be delayed and we hope not canceled. So we're going to have to uh, put that off for another while. But that's become a big attraction for you guys, and it does require reservations. Yeah, you know, it's a huge bummer you won't be able to make it up today, but the good news is it's happening all summer and fall long until we close the tram for fall maintenance. So there's still a couple months to get up there, but it's a pretty incredible view. And I tell everyone, they're like, is it worth it? Is it really worth it? And it's definitely worth it at least once. It's like riding the tram convertible style is the best (laughs) way to describe it. Yeah, I'll bet there's nice cool air up there even on a hot day down here, too. Yeah, you know, we did some math, and it's on average about 10 degrees cooler up here than it is in the Salt Lake Valley. So we've had some warm days for sure, but it's usually pretty pleasant. You can wear jeans. You know, right now we're really loving this rain up here. It's so beautiful. Um, But even on those hot summer days, it's really nice up there, especially on those balconies. I barely know where to begin when we start talking about summer activities at Snowbird because I think there's so many things 
that people don't know about. We, from time to time, will talk about it on uh, Utah's Morning News, both Amanda Dixon and I, and try and educate people. But it seems like every year you add one or two activities that uh, uh, family members of all ages can enjoy. Yeah, they're really, I mean, I agree with you. We have over 20 summer activities, so it's a ton, but they're really fun. And it makes for a really fun full day up here, just kind of a little mini staycation to get out of it and come up into the mountains. You know, we last year added the Zip Whipper, which is definitely a more adrenaline-inducing activity up here. Um, This summer, we have the new tram rooftop balconies, but there's a lot more mellow things, too. We have a cute little you know, mining activity for kids. We have the Alpine Slider, the Mountain Coaster, which are staples up here. And beyond that, just tons of hiking and beautiful mountain scenery. So it's it's a wonderful time to be here. Yeah, now, sure. explain the all-day activity pass, because I still think that's the best way to do it. And if I'm not mistaken, if you do it online before you get up there, you actually save yourself a few bucks. Yeah, so we have our all-day activity pass. That's kind of the one-stop shop. If you're going to come up to Snowbird, we recommend that. And it gives you access to almost all of the activities that we have. So it doesn't include the tram rooftop balcony. That's just a $20 add-on to any tram access product. So if you're a season pass holder, it's only $20, but you can add that to the all-day activity pass. Um, And you can really use anything. And what I like to tell people is the all-day activity pass is really well-known, but we have a twilight activity press, and that's from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. So even if you're down in the valley on a Wednesday and you have work or you're picking up the kids, you can come down for that twilight pass in the evening and still enjoy it at a discounted price. Yeah. Um, you want to explain to Russ what the zip whipper is? I don't think he's up for it, but uh, <laughs> people people may hear that and go, what the heck is that? I yeah, I, I would say. It just to get it in my head. <laughs> The activity itself is equally uh, what the heck, but in a super fun way. So there's a really tall rock climbing wall at the top of Chickadee Chair. You get harnessed in on this big rope, and you have 30 seconds, or maybe it's 50. You have less than a minute, we'll say, to get to the top of this rock wall. And at the time, end of that time, whether you're at the top or still making your way up, the rope tugs you up and then swings you out for a little mini free fall. So it's a rock climb oh, with a timer boy. and a drop at the end. Yeah, so now I know we've talked you out of it, Russell. Oh, man. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to guess that at some point you had a, an experience on at least the alpine slide with your grandkids, didn't you? Well, I was a bigger man back then. <laughs> it, would, it wouldn't slide. <laughs> oh! <laughs> but, the kid, but the kids all went down. So now, you, now I could probably do it and roll, you know. So you had a nice hike down the mountain is what you're telling us. Well, I had to push my way all the way down <laughs> with my arms like I was rowing a boat. Yeah. You know? Part of the fun. That seems to happen. Yeah, part of the fun in going up there, besides the fresh, cooler air, Sarah, is oh, yeah. is the food, of course, which you've got plenty of. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, um, Oktoberfest usually kicks off in August sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah, you read my mind. You, I mean... You might not have a hard time believing this, but I'm still wrapping my head around it. Oktoberfest starts next weekend. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, it is right around the corner, and you nailed it. When I think of Oktoberfest, my mind immediately goes to food, the bratwurst, the sauerkraut, 
all of the different traditional Bavarian food. I'm I'm pretty excited about that, and that's the first thing that comes to mind with Oktoberfest around the corner. Well, and you can bring out, and I've been accused of saying this wrong my whole life, the Lederhosen, uh, and uh, brush up on your polka skills, too, which makes it uh, yeah. part, part of the fun. Is there um, any... Uh, discount still available for people that are starting to think about ski season. I know it's August, but for those of us that you know uh, look forward to the white stuff, is are there still discounts or reasons why we should be looking to buy now? Yeah, of course. So there are a couple different things that I would advise for anyone looking to come up to Snowbird next winter. First off, is book lodging now. Now is the best time to book lodging for next summer and or next winter and get the best pricing. And when you book lodging, you'll also actually get discounts during your stay here for this winter. So that's a really key tip that I always tell people. Um, The second would be, you know, if you're going to buy a season pass, don't wait until the season starts. Pricing goes up. So even though we're past the the cheapest option for a season pass, it's still cheaper now than it's going to be when we start getting snow on the mountain. So plan ahead there and you know the further in advance you book it's always going to be cheaper for you yeah true well there's so many things to be thinking about and uh not the least of which is just getting away for a weekend if you want to do it and feel like you really got away farther than just up the canyon a little ways just exciting times to be up at snowbird i'll tell you the one bummer besides the tram ride is we were looking forward to introducing our friends to the steak pit up there uh there's some great food also right there uh in the lodge Yeah, you know, I think the steak pit is one of my favorite places to eat in the summer. It's really, the food's good year-round, but in the summertime, they set out that outside patio right under the tram next to Little Cottonwood Creek, and it is just so beautiful. It's one of the best spots I could think of to have fine dining, a nice steak meal, and beautiful summer weather. So I'm glad you said that because it it doesn't get talked about as much as the Aerie because it has those beautiful views up there, but it's one of my favorites. Yeah, a great spot, great food, too. All right, Sarah, again, I apologize for the uh, difficulty in getting up. We're really bummed we're not going to take that tram ride tonight, but we'll try and reconnect before uh, September and make that happen. Yeah, hopefully we'll have you out for Oktoberfest and the rooftop tram this summer. There you go. Now you've talked me into it. Brought (laughs) worse than all. Sarah Sherman, you do a great job. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks. Have a good one. Go to snowbird.com, by the way, if you want uh, more information. We'll take a break, come back, and finish out the program next here on KSL. Stay with us. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. 
All right, as we get ready to wrap up the program this week and turn things over to Tana Maria for another edition of The Greenhouse and the continued countdown to Big 12 Cougar football with uh, Mitch and Matt coming up at noon today. I need to check in with Roger Eggett from Bear River Lodge. And just to give a little, you know, insight on what happens before we start to uh, chat and record for our segment here on the air, Roger and I spend a matter of, I don't know, sometimes 15, 20 minutes chasing our tails trying to figure out what we talk about, <laughs> what we talk about that day. And since it's going to be triple digits for three state or four straight days here this weekend, what does he want to talk about? Winter. <laughs> All right. I'm hanging on your every word, hoping you can bring some cooler air with just talking about it. Good morning, Tim. And so when you said, what do you want to talk about? I want to remind you that we're we're melting away in this heat. Five weeks ago, the Mir Lake Highway was closed because it was snow packed. Isn't that something? This is a, that's incredible. Five weeks ago, we had too much snow on the Mir Lake Highway to yeah. drive it. Well, and here's the oh, other thing. Goodness. If you start looking ahead and, you know, looking at averages, which I know averages have been way out of bounds here uh, for conversations when it comes to weather in Utah and around the rest of the country. But if you start looking at averages, the first snowfall actually for the new season is only probably eight weeks away, something like that. I can tell you this, of my 26 years of Bear River Lodge, more than a handful of times we've had snow in September. So we're only a month away from snow. (laughs) This is crazy. I know. Uh, But when you talk winter, you, of course, are talking about snowmobiling, and uh, I can't believe you're even doing that. But what's on the front of your mind today? Well, we were out in the yard. You know, we're trying to we, – we buy brand-new equipment every year. So we buy over 100 pieces of equipment, snowmobiles, side-by-sides, ATVs, snow bikes, everything. We were out moving the snowmobiles this week, and I thought, oh, my goodness, we might be getting these out in eight, ten weeks, you know, to go snowmobiling. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny, and we're 100-degree weather. But with the new cabins that we have, these big seven-bedroom cabins, we need to let people know now, hey, if you want to get a big group together for winter, now is the time to do it. We're already taking reservations for this winter, but it was kind of hit me funny that we're taking reservations for next summer already. People are booking these large groups six months, eight months, 10 months, 12 months in advance. So if you want to put together a group to come snowmobiling, now is the time. Get on the calendar and get your get your schedule together and let's get you a group and get you out on the snow because... It is fun, and it is coming. Boy, that is such a great point. And as a matter of fact, we're recording, by the way, Truth of Advertising, or in Advertising here, we're recording on Friday, which we usually do for uh, your enjoyment to listen as live here on Saturdays. But uh, we were talking on Utah's Morning News this morning about the fact that so many people are traveling. Like, it's crazy the number of people. And you just got back from a flight down to L.A. But I haven't been on a flight to or from any of the glory events in uh, in Europe that have not been full in both directions. So it makes sense that people are making their plans now to make sure that they don't run into uh, a lack of reservation space or a lack of flights or a lack of machines. It is time to start thinking ahead because I think this pent-up uh, desire to get out and be active in things they missed through the pandemic is really going full speed. Yeah, you know, and the out-of-staters are coming to Utah, truly. And I know most of our listeners here are, are locals, but uh, today we checked out side-by-sides to a big group from Connecticut. Tomorrow, a group from California has every single cabin we have available. I think they're taking 12 of the 18 cabins 
tomorrow, a group from California. So people are traveling into the state and enjoying the outdoors. We need to get up into the UNAs and enjoy them. It, they're spectacular. Yeah, it's crazy because you could actually be at the cabins. If you live along the Wasatch Front, you could be at the cabins in about the amount of time it takes a California bunch to fly in here uh, from L.A. Oh, yeah, or less. An hour and a half from downtown Salt Lake and you're up in the UNAs. And that's this group from Connecticut called me. They're working at Hill Air Force Base, and they said, hey, we want to go riding. Where can we go? I said, come up. We're only an hour and a half from, hour and 40 minutes from Ogden. You can be here. And we we spoke on Wednesday, and they came up today. I bought a big group of contractors, and they're out enjoying the beautiful outdoors. They're going up to Elizabeth Ridge, and they're going to Lim Lake and Lily Lake, and just going to have a spectacular day on the machines. And if you haven't done that, and if people haven't enjoyed the Uindas and the Mirror Lake Scenic Byway, they need to get up here because it is absolutely spectacular. It's beautiful. Yeah, I'll bet it is. And we were talking about all that precipitation. That's really made those meadows beautiful up in the Christmas Meadows area, I am sure. You may not know the answer to this, but do you think you're going to be renting um, snow bikes again this year? Yes, we already have our order in. So snow bikes are so much fun, and people don't get it. There, We get the Yamaha YZ450FX, so it's a big uh, supercross bike, basically. Take the wheels off, put a ski on the front and a snow track on the back, and you just get to go plow through the snow and have fun on those. They are a lot of fun. And people, we get the same groups coming back now year after year. I think we've run them for four or five years. So they are popular and they're fun to do. Well, and you'll be popping the wheels off of things like the Defenders, or is it the Commander, and putting tracks on those too? Yeah, the Defenders. And that's, you know, getting old, that's my favorite. The six-passenger Defender, we take the wheels off, put on the track. They're brand new when we put the tracks on them. They have heaters. They seat six people. They have bench seats so you can slide in. You know, I take my mom and dad. You know, my dad's in a wheelchair, but we slide him in on the bench seat. I take all my grandkids and put them in there. They have heaters, windshield wipers. It's just like driving a fancy car right downtown. So those are so much fun to get out and enjoy the winter in. Well, uh, you took us straight from the 100-degree heat of summer to the uh, cold of winter, but (laughs) one of my favorite times to be up there actually is in the shoulder seasons, and uh, the best of the best is coming up this fall with the changing colors and things, so let's not forget about that. But they can get information on reservations uh, on all of those times by just going to the website. Yeah, go to BearRiverLodge.com, and you are right. Come up in the fall. The animals are back. We've seen moose, elk, deer, and even antelope the last couple weeks, so it's fun. All right. You know, I feel better already. Uh, It's actually cooler now since we talked about winter, I think. Anyway, we'll try and make the best of it. Roger Eggett, speaking of the best, the best of the best humans, thanks for uh, your time again today, buddy. Thank you, Tim. Have a great week. You too. All right. Uh, Greenhouse coming up next. Enjoy the next uh, three hours with Tana Maria, helping to uh, keep all things green from going yellow in all this heat today. I'm back Monday morning, starting at 5 with Utah's Morning News. Amanda Dixon will be along by my side, so look forward to having you join us then. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. 
Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.